0: Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 10th, 2020. Uh, Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And don't forget to check out my new podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Um, Did one last night with Schwan Hughes. We're talking about uh, last week's Invicta show and previewing the women's matches on this week's UFC shows. The one on Saturday and the one on Wednesday. Now, uh, I'm going to do the same thing with that. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing here, but as well, I have a couple of new videos up on the blog and they're both from Monday nights raw. The first video is Kyrie Sane versus Sasha Banks. And I'm going to get to to the rumors about Kyrie in a minute. Uh, but, um, uh, there's two from the same show later on Oscar versus Bailey was later in the show champion versus champion. They seem to like doing that. So, Asuka brought Kyrie out to confront Sasha and Bailey, and the match was booked. I mean, Sasha gets the early advantage, but Kyrie fires back and the match is even down the stretch and Kyrie gets Sasha in her anchor submission hold, which by the way, the announcers didn't know what to call it, but that's what it's called. And uh, what that usually does, she doesn't, it's, it's, it's a whole it's a hold that's, it's very similar to the clover leaf, but what it usually does is set up her insane elbow, but then Bailey interfered. And Kyrie wins by DQ. Now, afterwards, Kyrie hits both of them with her insane elbow. So, um, next week, the Kabuki Warriors will challenge Sasha and Bayley for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Now, I'm going to get to Kyrie in a minute, but first, I want to talk about the other match that was on here, which was Asuka versus Bayley. So, um, lately, the WWE seems to like to do these kind of champion versus champion matches. And at the start of the match, Nikki Cross comes out to do commentary, but she's thrown out by security when Bailey goads her into getting involved. Kyrie is at ringside to keep an eye on Sasha. So the match is even for the most part. What kills Bailey is her overconfident heel behavior. You see, you can't get away with that stuff with Asuka. Asuka will pretend that she's dying and then fire back at her. At her. And so she has to remember that. And Sasha has to remember that too, all right. Uh, So they have to remember that Asuka is not normal. (laughs) I think Bailey already knows this. She said in an interview, Asuka, she just doesn't get old. (laughs) You know, she's a she's a workhorse. Anyway, so Bailey seems to have things under control. They they throw water in Asuka's face, all kinds of nonsense, but she wastes too much time. And then Nikki shows up in the audience and starts banging on the plexiglass. So this distracts Bailey enough for Asuka go, to go after the Asuka lock. And then Sasha tries to interfere. Kyrie spears her. And then Asuka rolls Bailey up for the win. So uh, next week, like I said, uh, they're going to have Sasha and Bailey defending the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships against the Kabuki Warriors. Now, I thought at the time that this would likely be Kyrie's final WWE appearance. And the reason for that there has been talk that she wants to uh, retire. Okay. And um, at first the talk was, Oh, her contract is up but she's going to go somewhere else. that's not the case, what happened was the concussion that she suffered in December spooked her so much that she uh, arranged with her mom, to get married, okay? And the idea was once she gets married, which was in February, she retires, okay? Does she have to retire? Well, I tell you what, this happens a lot in Japan with Joshi wrestlers. Uh, it's happened a lot of times over the years where, uh, you know, the wrestler simply uh, retires upon a marriage. And the most recent example of this is Masaki Ohata, who had a, lot, a whole lot more experience than um, than Kyrie. And she she got married, and that's it. She left. She retired. And so, uh, uh, you know, the, the latest uh, story about this, so what the plan was is she was going to uh, leave the WWE, like not sign a new contract, go home, do a retirement tour. What Dave Meltzer tried to say I guess because that's what he was told, is she would remain a wrestler for a year, but I actually don't believe that. I think that she'll probably do a retirement tour, maybe lasting a couple of months. Um, You know, if Stardom is touring at all, that's probably what she would do. It wouldn't take any more than a couple of months. She didn't work at a lot of places. She mainly worked at Stardom and that's it, okay? But, um, and then she'd go back home, which is in the south coast of Japan, start a family with her husband and also go fishing, and sailing because she enjoys doing that stuff. But, uh, in the last couple of days, there have been uh, indications that, uh, they may be convinced she was maybe convinced to sign a new contract. And the reason I'm saying that is that I noticed on Wednesday that, um, Asuka tweeted, um, welcome back Kyrie Sane. okay. And then a little while later, Kyrie uh, tweeted, I'm back. Okay. So if they're not doing, if, if she's back already, she, she just tweeted that on Monday because she'd been away for a few weeks. So now this is not on a, re- on a show day or anything like that. So that tells me it's quite possible that Kyrie has resigned. Okay. And if that's the case, then this Monday will not be her final match. Okay, so they'll have other, some other kind of angle. I expect like a non-finish or something like that. And then, of course, on the um, um, Extreme Rules pay-per-view, you're going to have uh, Asuka defending the title against uh, Sasha, and I expect Asuka to retain. So, like I said, based on what I've seen the last couple of days, I actually don't think she's leaving. I think that she uh, uh, Asuka probably had a lot to do with her or resigning. And, you know, Asuka even made a joke about it. I mean, if you watched Monday's show, you saw Kyrie playing the um, uh, Kabuki Warriors theme on a recorder. And I, what Asuka tweeted is, um, I wonder if Io Shirai knows how to play the recorder, which she probably does. But uh, so st- at this point, I, I'm thinking she's probably staying, but I'm not 100% sure. The problem with the way this story has been handled by some of the uh, supposed reporters is initially, Dave Meltzer tried to plant the rumor, which wasn't true, that she was going to go somewhere else, resign somewhere else. But that's not what what, what she was going to do. When people say to me, oh, "Why would she leave to get m- after she got married?" and I said, "It's very common in Japan because the um, attitude towards women." Uh, especially young women, is still very parochial over there. And so, you know, the number one priority in a lot of cases still is for women to get married and raise a family, okay? And so that's really what it was about, okay? And, you know, I I always, even when Kyrie first came to the WWE, I definitely um, raised concerns about her concussion history. And uh, it looks like this latest one really... Really spooked her because, you know, she was looking to retire. But now it seems like she may have changed her mind. And of course, you're going to hear from people who say, "Oh, she was never going to leave in the first place." Yeah, she was going to leave, but uh, you know, uh, she's entitled to change her mind. And I'm not particularly surprised by that, based on what what Oscar's been up to. Okay, so both of those videos are up on the blog. Uh, next week on, uh, they're gonna have we're gonna have that match there, and the other thing we're gonna have is Io Shirai will defend her um, title, NXT title against Tegan Knox, and um, and uh, uh, um, so uh, that's gonna be on Wednesday's NXT. Okay, now let's go to um, tomorrow night's UFC show. So we've got three women's matches on the show. So I'm going to take a quick look at them. Uh, First one is uh, Jessica Andrade versus Rose Namahunas at Strawweight. Of course, this is a rematch uh, from uh, when Jessica beat Rose for the title. But since then, of course, Jessica dropped the title to uh, Zhang Bailey. So they're doing this rematch anyway. Rose was kind of winning the fight until uh, Jessica slammed her. And some people thought it was an illegal slam, which it wasn't. She dropped her on her shoulders and knocked her out. And, um, you know, this fight here, uh, it's got title implications. There's no question about it. The thing about Rose is she's got the physical talent. We know she's already been champ, so she's got the physical talent. The question is, does she still want to be a fighter? And that's what I need to see here. I'm not convinced. She's been kind of had her head on backwards ever since that bus attack. Okay. I don't think she's been the same since the bus attack in in Brooklyn and she claims she's back. We'll see. Uh, with Jessica, again, she's making claims that, Oh, I've made some changes since I lost and blah, 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 blah. And I just don't buy any of that bullshit because all the fighters in her camp at PRVT, they do one thing. They go forward, go forward, go forward. She punches hard, but it makes her easy to hit. Okay. She also likes to do the guillotine. So it depends how the fight goes. It's kind of a toss up for me. Uh, I'm not convinced either fighter is, uh, who they used to be. So we'll just have to wait and see on that. All right. The other one, which is also on the main card is Paige Van Zandt versus Amanda Rebus. And this is at, at flyweight. Amanda is normally a strawweight, but she's been saying during the week that she'd like to fight at both weight classes. Listen, she's good enough that she can probably do it. OK? I don't like this fight for one reason, one reason only. I understand Amanda wanted to fight Paige mainly because Paige has name value and it gets her on the main part of the card, but it doesn't get her any closer to the Strawway title. OK? And um, that's what I really think Amanda should be working on, is getting closer to the Strawway title, because she, she's an elite fighter there's no question about it she she's from brazil and she's uh, trained by her father marcelo ribas and uh, she's been training since she was like a, a little kid just like 5 years old or something like that and i like that when i hear that because it means that a fighter is committed to the martial arts lifestyle you know they didn't you know they didn't pick it up by accident it's always been you know something meant to be for her she's also got great charisma it's like she she's really good her english is pretty good their english is pretty good uh, Paige... page the story here is this is her last fight in the ufc i expect her to leave and go to bellator because her husband works for bellator okay um you know she's been whining a lot about i made more money on uh, dancing with the stars than in fighting well the thing is without the ufc she doesn't get on dancing with the stars okay her fighting ability is mid-carded best so i just think there's no way she could beat Amanda. Amanda is just way too good for her. And the only reason Paige gets this is because supposedly she's some sort of star. Even though it's not really as a fighter. She's also had three arm surgeries. She broke her arm in her last fight, and she's had three surgeries to try and fix that. So who the hell knows what she's gonna be like, you know? And and you know, there's this this nonsense about her. Oh, she's a draw. I don't think she needs to be a draw here. you got three title matches, for God's sakes. The other thing is that the ratings are not an issue anymore since the UFC has left Fox for ESPN. ESPN doesn't care about ratings. They care about one thing, and that is... um, They care about one thing, and that is um, ESPN Plus um, um, subscriptions. So she has no effect on that. So she can whine about money all she wants, but she has to understand that without fighting, she doesn't get any of that extra stuff. Okay. If she was a fighter, she'd just be another, she'd just be another blonde. Right. Cause she's not really a model or anything like that. Probably doesn't look good enough to be a model. Okay. Uh, the third fight is on the prelims beyond the fight past prelims, Vanessa Mello versus Carol Rose, Rosa, uh, Vanessa Mello um, missed, weight uh pretty badly too but the fight is still going on as far as i can tell both of these fighters are from brazil uh carol is uh, a teammate of um um jessica Andraj at prvt so she fights the same style go forward go forward go forward uh, she won her first uh, ufc fight uh, in china last year um you know i'd like again her opponent here is not that great uh, Vanessa uh, came in uh, her first fight on a short notice fight, and uh, she got tired pretty quickly. So um, again, we'll have to see what she's like. I honestly don't know the answer to that question, but uh, I didn't. I thought she looked um, fairly tired in the first side. Okay, so that's for Saturday's show. On Wednesday we have another show, and first of all, there was supposed to be a fight: Marina Rodriguez versus Carlos Sparza, and that was. Um, uh, Marina's a corner guy he got tested positive for COVID-19. So that's been moved to July 28th. We've got two other fights on the card, both at flyweight. Uh, Molly McCann versus Ty- Tyla Santos. Molly McCann is a very popular fighter from uh, Liverpool, England. She's a former cage warriors uh, champ. Uh, so far, she's three and one in the UFC. I don't like her much because she's limited uh, she's basically a striker and you know what she doesn't even kick that much she basically is a puncher and she's not a, a strong puncher so it's one of those things where um, You know she has volume, but she doesn't land a lot of the time and she doesn't throw hard. So She's a points fighter, right? Uh, Taylor Santos uh, has um, uh, is a fighter who was in the Dana White contender series down in Brazil and then she lost to Mara Romero Barella. If I recall correctly, uh, she was a late replacement. And um, she didn't, what happened with her is she lost the first two rounds and then she did better in the third round. So I think if she gets off to a better start, we might see a better performance out of her. So like I said, we just have to, again, um, she might not be that good, so. We'll have to wait and see. The other uh, fight is also at flyweight, Liana Jojua versus Diana Belbita. And they're both European fighters. Liana is from Georgia, which is in Russia. Now, the first when she came in the first in her, for her first fight, uh, she came in on short notice and she was also fighting at flyweight. And uh, even during the fight, I thought she looked kind of small for a flyweight, for, for a bantamweight. So I was not particularly surprised that she lost. Um, like I said, it's hard, it's hard to tell how good she is in that type of situation. And so we may get a better idea here. Uh, Diana Belbita is from uh, Romania, but she lives in Canada. And uh, she, I think, uh, also came in uh, on short notice and she uh, lost to Molly McCann. So... I don't know. Uh, again, neither fighter's uh, particularly proven. <laughs> They're both attractive. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, they did not come in in optimum situations, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see how they do. Anyways, that's about it for today. Uh, be back uh, next week sometime. I got, I'll have all the videos for the UFC fights and plus uh, some WWE. Got lots of videos coming uh, next week. Um, also, probably be doing a, a big topic of women's MMA next week as well um, looking at uh, the UFC fights and also previewing upcoming fights. Um, again, if you want to watch those videos, check them out at frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, if you have any, uh, comments or questions for uh, myself, either on the uh, podcast or my blog, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail and you would like to subscribe to the podcast. You can do so at Google play music, Google, po- um, Apple podcasts and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.